Orange, man. I'm rocking Orange, man. All right, uh, welcome to or welcome back. I mean, if this is your first week listening to us, well, I mean, it's great, it's awesome, but uh, kind of a weird one to start. I don't know. I don't know what. What do you think? Pre-game of? podcast. I I don't yeah. know. I mean, if uh, <laughs> three months in the season, I, I'd rather get a fan at the end of the season than never. You know, so that's true. You so, know, that's good. I'm okay you, with you, it. You're back to your optimistic ways, man. Last week you were all like, <laughs> I was it's doom and yeah. gloom. I don't have to say it's completely better. It's not going to be completely better this week, but we'll see. Who knows? Got to no, listen okay. to the podcast to find out. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty charged up about our win last oh, weekend. Oh, I there see you what go. you did there. That yeah. was smooth. Thank you. I'm good at the puns, man. And <laughs> no, the, it's the good. Segues. My mic freaks out. Excuse me. <clears throat> but yeah, no. Um, let's just like quickly go over this game. Like, what did you think about Locke? His first start. Um, you know, how just how was it for you? I mean, we, we, nobody was expecting a win. We all predicted the Chargers to win. And, exactly. you know, of course, when we don't predict the Broncos to win, what happens? The Broncos win. So, you well, know, I tell you what, if if it weren't for McManus and those two 50 plus yard field goals, you would have lost hands down. If it weren't also for some bad decisions by the Chargers, especially one bad decision at the end of the game there, we would have lost. Uh, so this is one of those games where all season long we've been saying, if we just got a couple more things to go our way during these games, we're going to win the close ones. Well, this this was that example. Um, but yeah, it took, absolutely. you know, it's it took this whole season to get to that point. Um, with Drew Locke, um, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm, I'm overly impressed. I'm not, uh, I'm not disappointed, but I'm not... Yay, Rue, let's get Drew Log jerseys, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's because we've gone through all the other quarterbacks over the last few years and it's like, oh, just here's another one. I'm not holding my breath or just just let it play out, see what happens. But he looked okay. He made some uh, decent throws. Uh, he also made mm-hmm. some absolutely horrendous throws. Um, you know, not under yep. pressure, guy wide open, and the ball's like five yards away from the player. And it's like, dude, okay. Like rookie mistakes, you know. And, and that's fine. I can play, as long as yeah. it gets better, I don't care. Yeah, I th- you know I agree. I think that uh, you know without Cortland Sutton, I don't think the offense would have had anything going on. Like both his touchdowns were just you know fantastic. Like that was all him. Locke just you know threw the ball up. That the effort was from Sutton. I think that he's really just the you know the X factor right now. And I mm-hmm. think that he he had a really really good game. And Locke just fed off his like um, his talent basically. He, like half the yards came from Sutton. Both touchdowns came from Sutton. You know, so I think it's the uh, the MVP of that game should be Sutton and not Locke. Um, I think, like you said, Locke did make some rookie mistakes, uh, to be expected. I think that you know he also had um, a, a lot of good things too. I really could tell that he played for four years in college. You know, yeah, he didn't seem nervous. He seemed excited to be out there. Like he's done this before. Like the crowd noise. You know, he's used to the 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 sort of rhythm of a game he's used to and all that. So, um, you know, I, I think that his experience was there to help him. Um, I think he faced a really good defense, played really well against them as well. Um, but, you know, overall, kind of like David says every week, um, <clears throat> you know, do it again, right? Yeah, do it that's again. That's to David. He's not here this week. Nobody knows why. That's what we got to um, say for him. Yeah, that's what we got to talk for him, exactly. And we fired Jared, <laughs> by the we way. We did. Well, did that's... Jared steal David? Is that how this happened? 
I don't know. Something mm-hmm. happened. We fired we fired J- Jared. He just peaced out, <laughs> disappeared. And then David just sends us a weird message one day. It's like, I can't make it to the podcast. It's all awkward. I'm like, okay, well. Oh, now I'm sad. You know. <laughs> and then you go, our- and then you go, okay, Kevin, I need somebody to help out. So I guess yeah. you're, my, you're my last option here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm not scraping the bottom of the barrel today. I'm just, you know. You were my first choice, but. Sure, but, sure, sure. Yeah. I think our, our little uh, four-way was too much for those two last week. You Probably know, they need some time. I don't to know, Jared's feelings were kind of hurt, but <laughs> like <laughs> it's okay. This week we're you know this week let's move on. This week we're playing against the Houston Oilers, as Jared would call them. Yeah, and it's uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup, man. Because you know here here the Texans they've got a team with a pretty mediocre defense, but have an exceptional elite level you know top five natural talent quarterbacks in the league. Right, that just he's that you know that presence that will always determine the outcome of a game. Um, you know, so coming into this matchup, how do you feel? You know, the Broncos are coming off a big win. The the Texans are coming off a huge win against the Patriots too, and they look fantastic. Uh, you know, do you really see us playing the sort of trap team this week? You know, are, are all the hopes against us, or is there some hope? Ah, uh, dude, I, I mean, I hate to say it, but the Broncos are the trap team. Um, yeah. You know, it just doesn't. It, we could have play, go out there, play really well, and be in a close game, or we could go out there and, you know, uh, just takes me back to the Kansas City game. Every, you know, every time I think about this, you know, the 31st ranked defense, and they go out there and they look like the like a top yeah. five ranked defense against us. So totally. I, I, I don't know. Um, I'd like to think that uh, it, it's going to be just as good as it was last week. So not not terrible, um, but the defense definitely needs to show up on our part. Um, but then there's still a lot of offensive questions. So I can't uh, sit here and be confident in uh, what our offense is going to do. And that's that's really going to put pressure or alleviate pressure on the defense based off how those guys do. So uh, Texans are kind of the same way. You know, they, they completely embarrassed uh, the Patriots um, last week. But then this is the team that also lost, what, 42 to 6 earlier this season? Oh, yeah, something like that. They got And to, to the Ravens. So, I yeah. mean. Yeah. But the Ravens are blowing up a lot oh. of teams, too. Oh, that's you fine. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, yeah, I, I totally know what you're saying, though. It's it's an interesting matchup. Like, I pulled up some stats. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I pulled these up. I found them online. <laughs> um, <laughs> but basically, Houston's pass defense, they're 28th in yards per game. They're 25th in QB rating, like, against. Um, and then they're 25th in sacks. So they're not really getting to the quarterback. You know, they traded Clowney away, and then J.J. Watt got hurt. And then, you know, here's the defense sort of without their two best players within that front seven. That hurts quite a bit. Like, oh, they've yeah. got, you know, a good core. But without – I think Deshaun Watson takes up a lot of attention on that team. And he's, you know, the reason for all a lot of wins. But I think there's a lot of weaknesses on this defense. And they're uh, – against the rush, they, um, they average 4.6 yards a carry, which is 24th in the league. Mm-hmm. So here's a team that really struggles, you know, on sort of the basic – metrics um they're also you know here's a bit a really important one they're 32nd in the league on fourth da- uh, third down sorry so they're 47.8 percent. so like you know there is a chance oh yeah that you know we could move the ball effectively if, against these guys however what they did to the patriots kind of makes me think that these numbers are maybe inflated for other reasons like they don't really right. seem representative of how they are in the games because when they played the Patriots they they took away Julian Edelman they double teamed him the whole game mm-hmm. and then they put a cornerback on James White so right. he was always covered so they took away the two best weapons and then 
you know, Pats just kind of crumbled. They came back towards the end, like you know, they they got that you know their sort of Patriots way still. They're right. they're not going to go down without a fight. But at the end of the day, Houston really dominated them both sides of the ball early in the game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's an interesting yeah. one because here's a team who doesn't really represent their stats, but man, like they're pretty good. Yeah, and they can be, but then at the same time, you know, those injuries are going to be a factor. But uh, yeah. They they may be uh, not so good on the the run defense side of things. And looking at Philip Lindsay's numbers, just because I was looking at those earlier, seeing how close he is to thousand yards, he currently has uh, I just had it a seven hundred forty oh seven hundred sixty six. Um, he's averaging four point six seven yards a carry. Um, nice. But uh, and that that's all well and good. Uh, we're gonna see how their uh, their run yeah. defense holds up. Um, but then you got to worry about our run defense now that uh, Derek Wolf is out for the season. I mean, he's mm. been huge. I mean, I was glad to let, I see that he got that last sack, and I was there at the game to see that last sack, like, right before oh, he yeah, got true. Um, but then you look at um, Carlos Hyde. He's at 853 yards on the season. He's averaging just a little less than uh, Philip Lindsay at 4.64 uh, yards per uh, per carry. So... These teams are pretty evenly matched, but I, I think it's I'm worried about our run defense because Derek Wolf is out, um, mm-hmm. and then you gotta also wonder is Von Miller gonna be back in? Uh, I haven't heard yeah. any news, uh, and look, he has six sacks. He's leading the team on sacks, obviously. Um, so we got what one or two last week, um, and yeah. how how are those how are those guys gonna continue to hold up without Derek Wolf and not Von without Von Miller? Oh, for sure. Um, I think one advantage, though, is that the, the Texans' offensive line is not very good. You know, outside of Laramie Tunsil, the, the, the line does struggle. So I think that, you know, we do have an advantage there. I think, you know, our front seven can definitely, you know, put pressure on Watson. And if anything, keep him in the pocket or just get in his face a little bit quicker. Um, again, though, Patriots weren't able to do it. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of interesting to see, you know, who what, what team's going to show up for Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they also have great wide receivers. Oh, yeah. With, uh, 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 what's it, DeAndre Hopkins and uh, Will Fuller and now um, Duke Johnson. From, uh, uh, Duke Johnson's a running back. There's another one. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a big problem. We don't have good inside linebackers. Nope. You know what I mean? Duke Johnson can do a lot of damage, man. He's perfect for that role. And I didn't realize Carlos Hyde had so much yards, had so many yards. Yep. That's interesting. Like, you know, people were kind of throwing him away as not really a, no. a good back, but here he is close to 1,000 for the season. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at the 2019 stats. I'm just d- double-checking myself because I'm like, yeah, that is weird. But, no, here it is, 2019. Oh, no, 850. He has 85.7. Yeah. Oh, sorry, 85.3. Oh. oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> oh, whoops. Never no, mind, not very I, good. Uh, if I would made that mistake, I'd be thoroughly embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, I would fire you, but I can't do that. <laughs> Only Jared could, and we got rid of him. So exactly, it's all good. But uh, anyways, jokes aside, yeah, it's a you know it's it's an interesting team, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how, what Houston team shows up and what kind of damage we can do. But I don't know. Watson is making a case for you know offensive player of the year. If anything, they're leading the division. This is yeah. a big game for them too, because you know they're they're trying to win a division, make the playoffs again. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it'll, it'll be an interesting one for sure. Dropping to yeah. eight and five would be um, bad for them right now. Um, Very bad, especially if the Colts win again. Yeah, I mean they got exactly. they got they got a rough loss there, but uh, it's it's going to be an interesting sort of last few weeks. 
Um, but, you know, again, it's kind of hard to really talk about what's, you know, anything new with regards to these games. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Texans, like, they've got a very experienced coaching staff, Bill O'Brien. He's somehow found a way to win that division or make it to the playoffs for many years, surprisingly, with, you know, with a team he's had. And that's great. Romeo Cornell is a great defensive coordinator. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of experience on that team. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be another sort of, like, you know, defensive matchup a little bit. But then you've got, you know, Watson, who's probably going to put up 28. Mm-hmm. So, interesting game for sure. But, uh, man, I don't know. Scary, though. There are some worries, uh, you know, Isaac Yadam out there. Um, uh, and Chris Harris Jr. keeps getting beat from time to time. Um, so the secondary is definitely worrying me. And then just the injuries in general – are something to definitely pay attention to. Um, but mm-hmm. I think the focus is definitely going to be on Drew Locke and how the offense performs. Can he improve just a little bit this week? Yeah. Uh, he definitely has a confidence. He has a swagger, like you would expect a good quarterback to have. Uh, but it's got to translate to the field. And so it wasn't terrible, but we get, everyone's going to be waiting to see how he does this week. Um, yeah. And then the question is, are, is our uh, Scangarillo going to go out there and continue to if and when we get a lead um like we seem to do in most of these games are we going to revert back to uh, playing like we don't want to lose versus playing like we want to win you know uh, so yeah. i don't know what your thoughts are on that man but it was it was pretty apparent that you know when we're calling three run plays up the middle with royce freeman that's we're just we're trying to not lose the lead and not lose the game but that's what caused us to you know get in that position yeah. we were it's, it's interesting because there's sort of like – there's two angles to that because you have – yeah, of course, you, you're, you really are trying to conserve time. You're trying to be safe with the ball. It's – you know, you're, you're, you're still trying to win, but you're doing it in a more passive way. However, if you do continue to run like that, you're still potentially setting something up, especially with this kind of offense, right? At mm-hmm. the end of the day, it's based on the run and the play action and, and sort of putting the defense in a, in a weird situation and taking advantage of matchups. And um, so when you run a few times, you are still setting something up. So sure. there's kind of like two sides to that coin. But the thing is, you only know what the team's doing based on how they execute afterwards. Do they right. take advantage of it? You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. with the Broncos, I'd say last game, it was they're playing it safe. Yeah. You know, Scangarello was afraid to lose. They finally had a lead and they were just, okay, we got to just maintain it. You know, but that only takes you so far. Yeah. You know, exactly. it's like a, just like in life in general. If you're always scared of the next thing you're playing it safe, you'll only ever get so far. But it's when you take the risks Mm-hmm. And you're willing to live with the consequences, you know. That's when you you, you can build greatness. Um, right. And I really like the fact that we went on fourth down. Oh yeah. You know, like like we 100%. talked last week about just you know Fangio and, and Elway and the leadership here, and that's just something that Fangio's done all year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's made those calls. He's gambled. He's lost a few times, but now he won one. That was brilliant. Exactly. Like exactly what what they needed to happen happened exactly the way it needed to. Like it was fantastic. It just worked out. So. You know, I, I think we have a team here who's, you know, I think there's a, a a weird sort of imbalance of philosophies on this team. One person wants to take it safe and the other person wants to go for it. Maybe mm-hmm. it's good. Maybe they're they're helping each other and keeping each other in check. But at the same time, it's going to be interesting to see really what takes over in this next game. And it's going to be interesting to see how they deal with a guy like, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. You know, like, would you maybe argue or, or would you think that this is the best quarterback we've faced this year? Ooh, because uh, otherwise, definitely, Aaron Rodgers, maybe, you know, of course, and we haven't played against, uh, well, we played against Mahomes for, uh, what a quarter. Oh, uh, in that game. of course. What am I freaking um, talking about? We played Mahomes, but I mean, it was only and for we a play quarter, him next week, you know, yeah. And, okay, then, true, yeah but... and then we play him next week too. So, uh, 
Yeah, okay, I don't so know. Up till now. Up till now. Up to he's, this he's, week, in the top he three. He's, the he's in the top three quarterbacks yeah. we played this year. Other than Rodgers, you know, Phillip Rivers on the worst season of his life. You know, Baker Mayfield's having a rough go. Uh, mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett's great, but, you know, Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins is, you know. So I think this is, might be the best quarterback, most dynamic quarterback we've yeah, faced in I'd, many I'd take that. weeks. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So this will be really interesting to see how we react to it. And last time, the Packers, man, they had some fun with uh, <laughs> with the Broncos' defense. But this was week three of the season. Different story now for sure. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how this matchup is going to go. It'll be, uh, it'll be a big one. But we can still play trap game. You know, oh, maybe yeah. The Texans are underestimating us. And I'm, trap I'm okay game, with we come that. out and win. Oh, yeah. That'd be fantastic. You know, they're, they're riding it high right now. Hey, we just beat the Patriots, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's it doesn't matter how what kind of Patriots team shows up if you beat the Patriots this day and age like that's huge, um, oh, yeah. so it's either it's gonna do one of two things it's gonna make them feel like you know they can just beat anyone and get complacent or it's gonna give them the extra confidence that they need to go out there and, and overcome mm-hmm. uh, the Broncos coming to town um, and we're still we're still playing for you know um, some respect you know to it's to some degree. You know, the AFC West isn't uh, completely solidified yet. Uh, we're only a few games behind uh, the Raiders, uh, and the Raiders have lost two weeks embarrassingly in a row now. Uh, I think the NFL yeah. is finally seeing what team they actually are made of. Uh, I never, th- <laughs> I, I, all year I've said they're not a good team. I don't know how they're yeah. winning these games, but they're not a good team. And you're finally seeing that uh, happen the last couple of weeks here. Yeah, I, I mean, I think like uh, the Raiders are an interesting case because, man, it's exactly that early in the year. Boom, huge win against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was a big upset. But now you kind of look at the Broncos ultimately maybe weren't a great team this year. Mm-hmm. So that first one, it's kind of like a bad team beating a worse team. you know. Right. And then after that, they get beat a few times. But then they just start winning these games. You know, they go to London and they have that huge comeback. And, and London is always, is always a toss-up. It doesn't matter. Exactly. What skill set? It's so, a London game, yeah. So there's their other win, right? It didn't really, you know, it doesn't kind of matter. Then they beat the Lions, and the Lions have kind of choked on many teams this year. Yeah. Um, and then they beat the Bengals. Well, so did well, nine other yeah. teams this year, except for the Jets, man. The Jets. <laughs> when you lose to the worst team, exactly. Just, you know, just fire your head coach right there, mm-hmm. please. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, they beat the Chargers. We beat the Chargers twice. And I keep preaching how hard it is to be the same team twice. So here the Raiders, like they're, you know, most of their wins, half their wins, I guess, mm-hmm. are just sort of, you know, they just sort of experienced what we experienced last week. They just won, you know, on the lucky, on the yeah. lucky stuff, right? Um, so it's, you know, I don't really believe in this team like you. I think they're completely full of shit. Sorry for my language. John Green's <laughs> great. He was great in the 90s and the early 2000s. But right now I just don't know if his style really works anymore. And Mike Mayock, he's my favorite person in football kind of miss him in the draft room you know what i mean yeah, like yeah but it's it's an interesting experiment but i think most of the league just found a way to stop this power offense and they fi- fi- figured out Derek carr like they have every other year yep. and the defense is mediocre like terribly mediocre so mm-hmm. you know it is what it is you know but it's uh, it's interesting i mean we could still finish eight and eight in the season and the yeah. chiefs are eight and four the, right. the the division is actually not won yet no not not at all you know what i mean we win this week and the chiefs who do the chiefs play Let's oh, see who the Chiefs play this week, man. They play uh, the Patriots. Boom, what a Boom, game. That's going to be a game. And the Patriots at home. Chiefs are going to travel to the Northeast, man. It's cold ooh, and ooh, wet ooh, up here. Ooh. Okay, it sucks. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how Mahomes going to deal with that. So, you know, if we win this one and somehow the, the, the both the Raiders and the Chiefs lose, we, we play both, yeah. I think, by the end of the year. Yeah. This division's not done, which is ridiculous to think, but, you mm-hmm. know. 
after could you imagine us winning this division? We somehow win four oh, the man. four next game. Like I mean, it, the the possibility is there, and I uh, the idea like gets me excited. But I know the the realist side of me is like ah probably. But but to sit here and say look, there's still a realist, somewhat realistic chance we could at yeah, least end yeah. second, second in the conference. Where before a couple weeks ago we were dead last. You know. Yep. So if we yep. keep fighting, there's there's something to fight for in terms of respect. No, absolutely, and and you know this is a team that you know maybe only got competitive towards you know later in the season, but okay, you know fine, they're they're still competitive, but it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see, man. The big problem with the Colts, right? Uh, the Colts, sorry, the Broncos. So we're one and five on the road. Yep. Yep. You know the the road games are getting difficult, and and you know one of those five was against the Chargers, that mm-hmm. only one, right? And every you know so. It's kind of it's going to be hard against the the Texans. I'm I'm realistic in the sense I don't think we're going to win the division, but to finish six and eight, you know, like the Raiders could finish six and eight, and mm-hmm. we we beat them. You know, I think that we can six finish second in this division. Yeah. six and ten, and and, yeah. and just yeah, what six and eight? Sorry, uh, six eight and, and ten. Yeah, six eight. and ten. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm, I'm <laughs> going too fast for my own brain. Uh, but yeah, you know, there's there's a definite chance that that we can make it. Although, you know, one of my favorite movies, Dumb and Dumber. It's that one in a million, you well, know. Hey, but so you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Okay, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I mean, interesting matchup. We'll see. Uh, how was the game though? Being at the uh, the Broncos versus Chargers. How was that? Well, uh, if anybody's read any story or listened to any of the Broncos radio or anything lately, uh, I'm sure you heard that they were uh, just about. I think it was. 19,100 or so fans that didn't show up. Um, and, you know, it's still a sold-out game. You know, every single yeah. seat in that stadium was bought, and over 19,000, almost 20,000, uh, just decided not to go. And you could wow. say, yeah, it was cold, which, I mean, while the sun was up, I mean, I didn't need a jacket or gloves or hat yeah, or anything. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. once the sun went down that it got a little chilly, but... Um, Other than that. yeah. And wow. the for the people that were there, at least sitting around me, there was there was a good attitude. You know, hey, we're trying to enjoy the game, we're trying to give them that whole home field advantage, uh, and do what we can. But it was it was weird being there and seeing that many open seats. You know, especially mm. just you know I'd been to a game last year, but it just makes me think back to 2015 when I was there for the Bengals game near the end of the season, and the, there was. There are people everywhere. You know. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was interesting to mm. see that. The fans kind of, and I don't want to get in that whole debate of real fan versus not real fan. I mean, there's there's a whole other podcast episode on its own, right? Um, yeah, and of course, yeah. It's But it's interesting, though. Do you think that it's people who just weren't able to resell the tickets? Or do you think it's a, a statement well, thing? Like, you know, where the fans like, we've paid for these tickets, but we don't even want to see you. Is it kind of like a message to the team? Or to the organization, or there's there's a combo. I think it's a little bit yeah. of both. I mean, there are plenty of people saying that they were trying to give away their tickets for free, and they just couldn't yeah. get anyone to take them off their hands. I think a lot of them also feel that hey, it's a statement game. Yeah, or it's a statement yeah. for all of us not show up. My my comeback to that though is, what does John Elway care? You bought your ticket. You gave him your money. Yeah, You're, he's not losing yeah. any money now. You know. Well. There, you know, nineteen thousand fans that don't buy beer, that don't buy yeah. food, that don't buy merch. Like it's still because like the stadiums, the tickets, one part of it. But like you know, you'd be there surprised. Is more that, You're right. A lot of money that goes into to that, and just the attendance and the way it looks bad on TV now. So now the cameras have to only stick to certain mm-hmm. areas, and when they go up, you cut the commercial quick, and you yep. know, so 
it, it changes the nature of it. Um, but that's that's uh, very interesting. Very interesting that, that the fans are reacting like that. So, uh, I mean, if you're a season ticket holder, you are free to do what you want. If you want to go, great. If you don't want to go, great. Uh, I'm... Some people are getting very judgmental of, you know, man, if I had season tickets, I'd be there no matter what. And how dare you not go because you're a season ticket holder. Uh, It's their ticket. Let them do what they want. All I know is that someday when I become a season ticket holder, I'm going to be that guy that goes no matter what. But that doesn't mean that people that decided not to go aren't real fans. And I think there's, that's been a huge debate this week. Yeah, that's interesting. But it's like, I hate to bring this up as the example because it's like our tagline. And, you know, we don't talk politics here, but this is kind of like when you exercise your right to not vote. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's kind of like you've bought the ticket. You can go if you want, but you choosing not to go is sort of like the bigger picture. So why right. are you choosing not to go to something you've committed financially to? Right. There must be a pretty damn good reason. Yeah. And I think, you know, if, if Elway is anything as, you know, the great GM that he supposedly is, I think that he's he better catch that message. Sure. Because something needs to change. And, to, you know, Drew Locke, he's won one game, but Trevor Simeon is our most winningest quarterback since Peyton Manning. Trevor I didn't even think about it Simeon. that way. Holy Man. crap. But think about it. Like, yeah. When, yeah. when you look at everything, mm-hmm. Trevor Simeon is the only QB to have played for the Broncos since Peyton Manning to have, have a winning record. And it's yep. by one game. It's like 13 to 12 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, so... You know, what's, what is there to be really excited about with Drew Locke right now? Exactly. I don't know. You know, the kid's got some experience. He, he, he threw a nice ball, man. Like, he had fun. He seemed to really want to be there. He's got a good connection with uh, Sutton. Um, great. It could turn out great. But, man, like David says every week, show it to me again. Show it to me again. You know, and, and I'd love a little shootout against the, the Texans. I think it'd be great. If we lost by, like, you know, 37, 35, I'd be ecstatic. That's fantastic. Right. You know, but to lose another, like, 28 to 10 game, pah. Well, I mean, we haven't scored 24 points or more than 24 points literally in years. And so, look, at this point, like, yeah, we're we're fighting for some respect still. But while people were like, oh, they've unlocked Drew Locke, you know. After last week's game, I'm like, yeah, they unlocked him. They took him out of the cage, but they put him on a really short leash. Take the leash off. Let him go. You know, he he called that audible on that one touchdown. I think the first touchdown to Sutton. I mean, he called the audible at the line and made it happen. Dude, just... Just let him go. Let him go. Make those mistakes. Let him get that experience yeah. and just see what he can do. For sure, it, it, it's you know it's the it's a framework and it's what are you, how are you thinking this game? Are you afraid to fail? Are you you know at this point? You, let's just go. Let's you go want to for succeed. It. Like yeah. like to fight to win. Are you fighting to not? You know I don't know. I don't know how to word it, but like where's your your mindset? You know. Yeah, but yeah. It is what it is. But anyways, I've got some other proposition for you. I just Ooh. had to bring this up from as soon as I heard the news. Ron Rivera just got fired. Yep. Right. That yep. means new head coach with the Panthers. Mm-hmm. And that means that every single team right now is going after a young offensive head co- minded head coach, right? Mm-hmm. So the Panthers are probably going to go after some young offensive guy. New head coach wants a new quarterback. They get rid of Cam Newton and the oh Broncos bring I'm telling you, man. I was like, happen. he's not gonna go there. He's not gonna I'm go definitely there. Gonna and go then there. he and I then s- you went there. As and soon then- as I saw the firing, I saw everything connect. And I see Elway sitting there. That is a little maniacal Mr. Burns look, and he signs Cam Newton. You saying this, you've driven me to to drink heavily (laughs) because I'm just kidding. Not really. But, (laughs) I mean. As he takes a swig. uh, (laughs) Hold on a second. Uh, (laughs) I quit drinking during the week. I mean, the whole idea here is we are so sick of those 
band-aid quarterbacks, those band-aid yeah. fixes. And yep. if we were to even if John, if it came out that John Elway was even contemplating bringing on Cam Newton, forget his recent history, his, his injuries. Just think about him as you know how he was back in 2015. All it is now is we're sticking to the same thing we've been going on since Peyton Manning, yeah, for sure. and that there is not a real mindset change. Yeah. And even if we didn't sign him, hearing that John Elway is, and this this isn't with the case right now, but if it came out that he was looking at bringing Cam Newton on, I would be worried and disappointed because here's a guy that is not changing his philosophy. Yeah, and and I think that's you know that's what I've been talking about for the last little while. Mm-hmm. That's what I think a lot of people are thinking right now, and it's just like I think that's why they got rid of Ron Rivera. Sure. Oh, you yeah. know I think they had a lot of success with him. And I think he had a great nine years with the Panthers. Like, he was an excellent coach. He brought that team to the Super Bowl. Like, you know, yeah. great. Good job. But they just need a change. You know, so that that's happens. okay. And Rivera maybe needed a change, too. It's like, you know, Andy Reid with the Eagles. It's like Mike McCarthy with the, the Packers. Sometimes, you, look, you had a good time, but we just need a change. It's bigger than the coach or the GM. They move on. I think Elway just, that's what needs to happen. Look, it's been good for a long time, but. We need a new direction, new vision, new leadership right now. And I think we it's going to come with the, Yeah, yeah. It's some new continuity, you know, like yeah. a new yeah, sort yeah. of like voice in the organization. It's something that's going to, yeah, I don't know, just change the direction around a, a little bit. But um, again, if that happens, like we're probably lining up for another couple of years of losing seasons of rebuilding, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah. it's like, yeah, so it's, it's, it's an interesting case, man. And, you know, we look at the history of the Broncos too, the whole organization, and it's been like Elway and Manning who's brought the biggest success. You know, yep, yep. These great quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and here's we're struggling to find that great quarterback when so many of them have sort of been around. Mm-hmm. You know, now now to think that we could have had Lamar Jackson, right? That every other team in the league could have had Lamar Jackson. Sure, and it's not it's just the Broncos like, kicking hmm. themselves in the butt. I mean, it's yeah, it is no. all those other teams, but especially the Broncos right now. We're feeling the pain. No, for sure. Because we don't have that QB, right? I mean, Locke yep. is, we'll see what happens. I mean, he we'll could see. turn out to be great for all we know, but we don't know yet. But it's just that, yeah, we need that change. You know, I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really, like, aching for it. I know you are even more so. And, and with this whole Boland family ownership change, like, something's got to give. But, man, I'm sure John Elway is just such a hometown hero that you just can't ever fire him, you know? You know, when uh, 20,000 fans don't show up to a game, when your yeah. supposed new quarterback of the future is starting his first games. Yeah. I think there you could be closer to a downfall of a, a local legend uh, than, than you think. Um, yeah. And, and not to say, look, even, even if he got, you know, re, you know, he didn't get, he doesn't get his contract renewed as, as a GM again, Colorado Broncos country is still going to love John Elway for yeah. what he did for those two Super Bowls. But we're going to say you tried as GM, you got us Peyton Manning, you got us at Super Bowl, but it hasn't worked since. Yeah, it, you know. Therefore, thanks for everything, was, but bye. <laughs> therefore, it didn't matter who the GM was. It was right. Peyton Manning. You right. know, <laughs> I, I, well, you, you take that variable out, and it's like yeah. without Manning, this is what Elway did. That's fucking Manning. Yeah, but um, yeah. it's yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Of course, it's not an easy decision when you're that high up. Either it's it's going to be hard to tell. But mm-hmm. 
you know, I'm excited to see Locke again. I'm excited to see how he progresses from week to week and if he's able to sort of, like, take on this NFL challenge. And I think the biggest thing that rides with him is his four years' experience as a starter. Exactly. I think that just allows somebody to really work through the little things we don't consider, like playing in front of a crowd, playing in front of cameras, um, mm-hmm. you know, playing in, in this sort of different sort of routine than just at practice and doing it many times. You know, a one-year right. starter versus a four-year star, you've built a completely different set of habits. Yep. That can be great, but it can be bad, too, if you can break some of the bad ones and, and reinstill new habits to be fantastic but um you know i think that it, he's a little bit less stressed than a lot of rookie qbs and i think that is going to give him a, a bit of an advantage mm-hmm. this is his first game on the road too so we'll see what that uh what that yeah. does houston's a tough place to play in but um yeah i don't know man it it, it could be an exciting matchup i'm definitely going to watch it and the cool thing i don't know if it's a cool thing but the intriguing thing is we're four and eight and yet there's still a lot of reason to, to watch these games. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, Dude, you the, know. The, the division's still available. Right, right. But That's you think after part, being 4-8 yeah. and eight, that the last four games of the season that it'd, it'd be locked up by now for the most part, you know. Yeah. Um, but that's not the case really right now. I really think so. Yeah. It's up for grabs, man. And, like, the Chiefs, they play, uh, they play the Pats, the Broncos, the Bears, and the Chargers. They're probably going to go 4-0. and oh. You know, yeah. I'm just saying I'm using my, my professional-ish opinion. Sure. Um, they, could, they, they could easily beat these four teams. They could easily do yeah. it, you know. Yeah. But, I'm, you know, maybe do two and, and two and two or something like that, one and three. Cause, but I don't know. It's, it's still like, God, it's just up for grabs. Mm-hmm. I just can't, you know, yeah. I just can't fathom that, that this team just can't make the playoffs. It'd be really cool. The Lions can air easily beat. The Raiders are easily beat. Like, we played the Raiders mm-hmm. last game of the season. We start and end <laughs> with the Raiders. God damn. Uh, I hope we uh, get some payback for that because oh, we better all season go. long. I'm just like I I want a rematch. <laughs> oh man, like everybody, everybody's like yeah, that. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, the Raiders. I don't know. I think they've won some. They've they been have. On the, on, uh, yeah, lucky they streak have. a little bit, but nothing to worry about there. Yeah. Oh, you'll like this. Anyway, so yeah. I don't know what it is, but we get a lot of Raider fan trolls on our page, which okay. is fine. Like. I laugh, you know, and if they have nothing yeah. better than to do than total Broncos page, well, that must be a pretty pathetic life. Uh, yeah. But this one guy, because this, I thought this was freaking hilarious. He says, "I wish the Broncos would have the uh, f- would have fifteen losing seasons in a row like they deserve." And I went back and I and I wanted to say something, but it's just not worth it because you know they're they're dumb and they don't listen to reason or arguments. Uh, I want to be like, you know, you had those thirteen essentially losing seasons in a row yourself not too long ago, right? Like. <laughs> You, you drafted Jamarcus <laughs> Russell, man. <laughs> yeah, who, who deserves Jamarcus it now? Russell over <laughs> Calvin Johnson. Over yep. Calvin Johnson. You picked yep. Jamarcus I, Russell. I just thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. But yeah, no, man, you can't like you can't argue with stupid people. No. Nope. They'll just bring you down to their, to their level and they'll just beat you to death. <laughs> you just don't do it, you, especially nope. trolls, man. You're like, nope, just pull out. Don't argue on, on social media. It's, it's a losing looking battle. Comments. It's crazy. <laughs> the opinions of the masses, man, it's it's terrifying. The only like, opinion I care about, uh, Matt, is yours. Oh my god, Kevin. You're <laughs> so sweet. I don't even I don't even like my opinion, so <laughs> uh anyways, anyways, too sweet. I like your opinion as well. It's always good because you're always optimistic. Sweet. And being optimistic, what do you think the outcome of this game is gonna be? Man, 
I'm trying to, it's easy to say, oh, we won last week. We're going to keep this up. Uh, <laughs> and that, that would be the fan side of me, the pure fan side of me. But of course your orange weekly, it's, it's a no bullshit kind of thing that we try to put on. And so if I take my orange colored glasses off for a second, and I really look at this, look, we're, we're on the road or one and five on the road. No, it's not an Eastern, uh, Eastern yeah. time game. Um, but it's still on the road against a, a team that is, fighting for a, a solid playoff spot and to win their division. They have a lot on the line. Uh, I just don't see how we can go there and have a reasonable chance to win, especially with our injuries. Um, yeah. I just don't see it, man. So your natural optimistic self, man, I was trying to like build you up. And you then were, you, are, you just... were. And then I had a, the fan side of me was like, yay, but I, I <laughs> can't do that here. <laughs> you're like the sad clown, man. You know what I mean? Like, you're always smiling, but on the inside, you're That's just I'm so crying. sad. Yeah. Uh, you figured me out. Guy. You figured me I out. I know. I saw right through you, man. All right. So what do you think the score is going to be? I, I think it's just like the majority of games this year, it's going to be close. Uh, I still... I don't see the Broncos scoring more than 24 points again. Yeah. Um, I think it could very easily be uh, 27-23 Texans. 27-23, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's interesting, man. I'm, you know, I'm kind of like you. I'm sorry, but I can't pick the Broncos even after they win their first one. You know, I, mm-hmm. I just, I just, this Texans matchup, I think it's just, Texans are, are uh, on a really good streak right now. Um, they've won against you know the Pats against the Colts. Um, they got they got bullied a little bit by the Ravens, but again, so has every team in this league pretty much, um, except for the Browns. Somehow, anyways, yeah. um, you know. So I think they've got you know they've scored over twenty points on a number of occasions, and and more so than that. And I think that they're going to win thirty five to seventeen. Oh wow! I think that okay. yeah, especially when you know what I think is going to happen. I think Calvin Harris is just going to keep. Just going down, he's not going to play as well anymore. And DeAndre Hopkins, a six foot, 14, you know, 25 foot arm spank, like just this giant of a man, just going to leap over him, catch the ball, laugh in his face, and score many times. Well, That's what I think. But I'm optimistic too. So, you know, 34 7, 35 17, but I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. Um, it's going to go You well, want to yeah. hear optimism. Uh, no, David, before David went off the grid here, he did message me his. Uh, his um, prediction for the game. Oh, did he pick the Broncos to win? Uh, he did. He picked the Broncos to win. Uh, and not his, okay, man. his score, <laughs> he says Broncos are going to score uh, at least 35, and we're going to keep the Texans to only six. So I don't know what? what's wrong with him. Um, He's Because normally he doesn't man. do like, that. But that's, and I, I swear, <laughs> that's what he told me. Yeah, no, I think he's messing with you. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, you know why what? would he no. do that? <laughs> you know what? I don't believe it. I think that's just your secret pick. That's what you actually want to say, but you couldn't pass it off on yourself. Uh, my like, inner oh, fan is named David. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, like you're David in disguise. <laughs> I do. I, I do have a snowball uh, cap I can go put on. <laughs> yeah. A puffball, puffball cap. A puffball cap. Yeah, the boy with the red poofball hat. <laughs> <laughs> if you we can quote one. South Park once a, uh, once a podcast, <laughs> this would be the best. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's already a great podcast. It'd be like the best ever. Oh, for sure, man. I think we've got a good streak, though. I think I've At tried with two. Jared sometimes, and he's just oblivious to it. Well, that's his own problem. Yeah, he's one of. But, uh, yeah, no, I, <laughs> we should keep quoting South Park, man. It's, it's good. 
Sweet. It's good shit. Yeah, but anyways, um, so my prediction, like, yeah, what did I say? 35-17? Yeah. yeah. Um, Kevin's, uh, sorry, Kevin. Uh, David's, I don't know, he's on drugs somewhere, man. Somebody like yep. chloroformed him and threw him in a closet. Probably. He's, he's loopy. But I wanted to make thinking, sure I broadcasted that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, put his name on it too, but he's predicting 35-6, to six, and you're saying 27-23? Yep. You are the most optimistic of us all. I am. You know, no, no, I'm David is, us to lose. crazy, well, so it doesn't count. Y- yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's wrap this up. You got any famous last words? Uh, to be or not to be, that is. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, of my own words. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah, I just yeah, picked yeah, famous words buddy. in general. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I think I already mentioned it, man. You know, if, if you're listening to the podcast, you're obviously a big-time fan of the Broncos. You're going to watch the games. But there's, you know, there's there's a good there's still a good reason to watch other than just you're, you're a diehard fan. There are things to yeah. look for, and... Uh, and at the end of the day, look, four games left. Freaking enjoy it as much as you can because um, in about a month, you know, we're going to be following the playoffs, and then I'm going to be transitioning to hockey as we get closer to the hockey playoffs, <laughs> you know. So, uh, And even the XFL. We could the, talk about the, that later too. But The, the Maroon XFL. Weekly. The podcast. Maroon Weekly. <laughs> we'll start that up. We'll get Jason yeah. on that one. Yeah, perfect. I don't, I don't even watch hockey. I'm a Canadian that doesn't watch hockey, man. You, you, you Is that a that thing? Yeah, there's like four of us. We have a little club. <laughs> there's four. Yeah, Facebook page. It's great. The smallest group necessary to have a club. Four. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's four. One guy's uh, immigrant from uh, Pakistan. Ah. So, you know, he's really cool. Really He's nice all into guy, cricket, which I, whatever yeah, that is. Exactly. I don't know what exactly. that is. Doesn't like it. And um, one kid's uh, blind, so he doesn't okay. watch any sports. And then okay. uh, the third, um, well, he's... He's strange. I don't want to talk about him much. And then there's me. So that's club. Oh, okay. Really, that don't want to talk. He's also so. strange. We don't want to talk about it. Um, no, yeah, I love you, man. I love you, man. <laughs> yeah. But anyways. Um, yeah, so uh, no, that's that's great, Kev. Um, let's just have some fun in these games, man. We could play yeah. Trap. We can win these next four and make the playoffs. Who we never, knows? We never, who knows? Happen. Who knows? But anyways, as always, man, go Broncos. Go Broncos. Thanks a lot, guys, for listening. I'm riding on, man.